I wanted to share a tool that I started using recently. And if you're doing any prospecting or lead sourcing from LinkedIn, it's definitely worth checking out. The tool is called Surf and it's spelled S-U-R-F-E. It's a Chrome extension that allows you to add contacts to your CRM directly from LinkedIn. I use it to add contacts quickly, follow my deals, keep track of my notes. And it's actually saved me a bunch of time. The data is always 100% accurate because I don't have to copy and paste each detail from each contact over to my CRM. Instead, Surf does it all for me automatically with just one click. Now, the folks over at Surf have been kind enough to put together a promo offer for fans of SSP. You can go to the link in the show notes and use the promo code JWSURF with an E5 for a 5% discount on your first year. Check out the link in the show notes and go check them out. All right, we're on the final episode in my three-part series, Closing Your First or Next $100,000 SaaS Deal. And we're at the final two steps in the series. This should probably be the shortest episode of them all. These steps are relatively straightforward, but I think they're very important in the process altogether. Really quickly before we dive into everything, I've covered why it's important to start to pursue your first $100,000 SaaS deal in your career because it's going to open up new career opportunities. There's bigger commission checks behind uh, that first $100,000 or more annual deal. Uh, You can start to think more about enterprise opportunities in a SaaS company versus like an SMB or mid-market AE role. And beyond that, they're just funner deals to work in my opinion. Not everyone agrees with that, but uh, I think they're a lot easier to work. It's a lot easier to work with a large company that spends a lot of money on your SaaS uh, SaaS product every year as opposed to having to manage thousands or you know hundreds and hundreds of clients at a really small price point. So let's dive into just a quick recap. Step one was all about account targeting. You really can't close a six-figure deal in SaaS if you don't have a pretty good command of who your buyer is, who your ideal customer profile is, what types of companies have the resources to spend $100,000 or more a year on your SaaS product, what companies might be similar to your existing customers. And it's best to sit down and actually make a list of who these target companies are. Try to define what the criteria is for your solution and then go and build 10, 20, 30 accounts that fit the profile that would feasibly deliver $100,000 or more in an annual contract. So step two, we talked about your discovery process, coming up with questions in advance that will help you suss out whether this prospect is in profile for a multiple six-figure or six-figure deal. So understanding their business as best as possible, doing research, asking the right questions. It's best to have those questions formulated before a discovery call so you can go into that discovery meeting sounding like an expert and asking questions that are going to move the needle forward. And then focusing on things like how your product helps them drive revenue, decrease expenses or manage risk. Typically people spend a lot of money on technology that can do one of those things or all of those things or some number, you know, some number of those things, right? Make money, decrease expenses, manage risk. Step 3 was building a deal team on the internal side of your company. So working with your pre-sales or your solutions engineering team, working with your implementation team, working with your leadership team and building basically a committee within your company that's going to help you navigate some of the complexity of the deal cycle. 
you can't do it all yourself. If you're closing six figure, multiple six figure, or even seven figure deals, you cannot do those alone in a silo. You've got to have a well-built team that's going to help you get it done. You need to have people that have other sets of eyes on things. You need people that can speak uh, in an, in a way that that's you know that shows expertise in the product. You really can't just run it all yourself. So you've got to start networking internally and showcasing to your internal team that you're the right person to get the deal done and that you know how to orchestrate those internal resources at the right time in a way that's succinct, in a way that is productive for the buyer and for your internal team. If you're in a small company, this also means involving your founders and in some cases, even your investors in these types of conversations. Bigger companies usually have a pretty strong process for this, but what I've found in companies of all sizes is you still have to dig in and do the work. You're the quarterback, that's the analogy. You've got to make sure that everybody knows what the play is and you've gotta be the one to do all the preparation. And that also includes debriefing afterwards, making sure everyone's prepared for calls and making sure everyone has the information they need to make this successful. So that's number three. Number four was doing a proof of concept, a pilot, some kind of trial. The goal here is to get the customer's hands on your technology before they commit to a longer term contract. What I've found with all of the large deals that I've done in my career, they would not have happened if the customer didn't first test out the concept, test out the solution for some period of time, whether that's 30 days, 90 days, 180 days, that's up to you to decide. And it's up to you to structure and pitch back to your buyer. But what I found is you've typically got to let the, the evaluation team, your buyers play around a little bit with the technology, use it, test it, test their use cases before they're going to commit to a large long-term contract. This is the way. If you want to close a large deal, it's best to get them started, put them on your platform, get them working with your product, get them to fall in love with it, and then structure something that's longer term on the six-figure annual or multiple six-figure annual side. Now, you'll want to do a check-in with your buyer on a frequent basis. I always suggest involving your technical resources, your pre-sales resources, and a leadership resource as well, and work with your internal and external teams to structure something that works long-term. You know, you may start them off spending a few hundred or a thousand dollars a month, and you may want it to convert into a larger contract footprint later on. That's typically how these proofs of concept work, and again, these are very typical in doing a large technology deal. You've got to first let people try something before they buy it for the long term. So this brings me to steps five and six for closing a six figure plus deal in SaaS. And number five is you've got to build some trust and authenticity with your prospects. You've got to learn to posture yourself as an advisor, a consultant, an expert in their business and an expert on your product and the marketplace that you're in. So this is gonna require you educating yourself. You've got to come up to speed. Some ways you can do this are reading publications in the industry, following uh, thought leaders, listening to podcasts, watching videos, and you know reading, reading books that, that are in your category, really understanding your product, working internally to understand all of the different use cases that your product can solve for. And again, becoming someone who's an expert and a go-to resource for your buyers. That's going to help you build that trust with your buyers. That's going to help you be able to ask for a larger ticket SaaS deal. The next thing I put down here was getting on a text messaging basis. You should be closing every conversation with your buyers. 
uh, especially early on with some kind of a next step. And my suggestion for next steps early on is let's exchange cell phone numbers because as soon as you're on a text messaging basis with your buyer, it's going to be a lot easier to get things done. You'll be able to answer questions in an asynchronous way. And if you don't know what asynchronous means, you can go look that up, but it's basically being able to work back and forth with no time constraints, right? So having a texting relationship allows you to open up a certain door that just doesn't happen on Zoom meetings. It gives you direct access to someone who can move things along and it's gonna help you exchange information quicker, which is gonna help you get the deal done quicker and build trust along the way. The last thing I put down here under this building authenticity, excuse me, building authenticity and trust is setting up a mutual action plan. I've talked about mutual action plans or closed plans, whatever you wanna call them, a lot on the podcast. I even have a template that I've shared that I've personally used to close some of the larger deals of my career. But this is basically a project plan that begins with the go live date and works backwards and outlines all of the different milestones or steps that have to be completed in order to get the deal done. I'll put a link to my mutual action plan template in the show notes for this episode and you can check it out, modify it, customize it based on your product. But the goal here is that if you take over as a project manager in the deal cycle, you'll be viewed as an expert and an advisor. So put together a mutual action plan, introduce that pretty early on in the process. I usually do it maybe after the first demo. I have a debrief call where I also say, hey, my most successful clients will implement a plan and we'll work together to check through and move through all the different milestones involved with getting this deal done. It builds a lot of credibility. It shows you're an expert. It helps them feel like you've done this before. And it puts, you know, gives them that peace of mind that you know how to manage a project and that you have their goals in mind as the buyer. So that's number five, building trust and authenticity with your prospects. The last step, number six, is creating a standout offer or an offer they can't refuse. My first piece of advice on this is get help with this. This is something that's really challenging to put together on your own. It's best to have your manager, your teammates, or the top performing rep on your team help you put this together. If you don't have any of those things or, or those aren't uh, you know valuable resources for you in your current role, you should probably consider going to another company. But if you are just trying to close a deal and you don't have a great sales leader in your organization, or a top performing rep in your organization, then I would reach out to an advisor, a coach, a mentor, someone who can help you structure an offer that this buyer can't refuse. And I'll try to give you some examples of this. This is gonna vary depending on your business, but basically, you know, you're know, you wanting to put together win-win deal terms. That could be things like, hey, if you can get a signature done by this date, we can offer this discount. And I don't always like to go right to discounting. In fact, I prefer to pitch value add. So maybe rather than discounting your SaaS, it's if you can sign by July 31st, we'll add on additional service hours or implementation hours, or we'll include this integration for free. So always think in terms of value add before discounting, but sometimes discounting does help, but I'd prefer to, to start with a value add. What can they get in addition to what you're already offering if they sign by a certain date. So putting in, you know, specific terms like that that say, you know, we can offer this if you get this signed by July 31st and that then helps you be more predictable about forecasting and it helps you better ensure that you're driving towards a, a signature date. And this all fits into the mutual action plan I just mentioned because if you can have a plan for when this gets signed, 
You can then plan for the implementation timeline and the go live. And again, all of it ties back into each other. Having a good deal team can help you establish these things, building that rapport and authenticity, having texting conversations with your buyers. It all sort of starts to meld together to make you a consultant in the deal process and a project leader. So uh, well-defined signature date, time frame for approvals process and process. So really establish, you know, hey, we want to move this forward. We want to make sure that we're in line in terms of how long it's going to take to get this contract approved and, and stamped within your internal process. So having all of that and then structuring something where they look at your offer and they say, this is clearly by far the best offer. We're getting the most from this uh, or we're saving the most from this, however you want to structure it. And again, my first piece of advice is go and get some help with this. Ask your sales manager, your top performing rep in your, on your team, your peers, a mentor to help you put together an offer they can't refuse. So I hope that helps. This is the conclusion of this series. I want you to reach out if I can be a resource for you. I did put together this website, jessewoodbury.com slash 100K. I will be putting out more resources on this topic. But in the meantime, if you're just looking to learn a little bit more about closing your first six-figure plus deal, please reach out. I'd love to be a resource. And thanks for tuning in. I've got a secret weapon for you that's going to skyrocket your sales without the unnecessary headaches that come along with using one of the big player CRM systems. That secret weapon is Close CRM. Now let's face it, we've all been there. We've used a clunky, confusing system that kind of makes you want to throw your laptop out the window. Well, fear not, Close is here to save your time, money, and sanity. Close has all of the powerful sales tools you need, minus the drama, to manage your leads, track your deals, and crush your targets effortlessly. It has calling, emailing, SMS, multi-channel sequences, and it even has meeting tracking built right in. It's easy to set up and implement. You can stop screwing around with CRMs that aren't built for you and start selling and managing customers today. You can start a free trial using the link in the show notes, special for SSP fans.